0: welcome to the new age it's your guy day In new age we trust how y'all feeling today fellas it's friday it's a fanatic friday that's what it is a fanatic friday
1: okay okay i feel pretty good here right new age we identify as anything but trust fund babies in other words trust fund babies we are not however we bring you our perspective on all things money business and culture
2: Man, you said Fanatic Monday, I mean Friday. I, I wish it was a free money Friday, but I'm going to go with Cash Flow Friday. Okay, so, I like that. What we got in store for Cash Flow Friday.
0: Well, I said it's a Fanatic Friday because breaking news came out earlier today that Fanatics has bought 75% of the iconic brand, Mitchell & Ness. Mitchell & Ness. Now, they had another 25% of investors, I mean, had another 25% that was bought by different investors. Some of them were Jay-Z, uh, Little Baby, Meek Mill, Maverick Carter, but a surprise one was the Demilio family, which was the two TikTok stars. Um, they became big as TikTok became, you know, one of the most popular social media apps during the pandemic, so I love the investing group here. I think that D'Amelio is throwing a nice uh, marketing and nice uh, brand ambassadors, along with you know young people investing their money and their family, really doing it big. They got to deal with Hulu as well, so it, it's it's a lot of moves moves happening in the world right now. To be honest, it's inspiring.
1: Yeah. You say, um, fanatic and I think it's fantastic, (laughs) super fantastic. Um, I love this move, uh, fellas, you know, I think it's, a um, it's a power play, uh, you know, um, for the culture, you know, um, not too long ago, you wouldn't see deals like this arranged with such diversity. You know, we talking about a guy, Michael Rubin having so much power, uh, and uh, ownership and being a billionaire himself alone owning the Philadelphia 76 is owning fanatic, and now owning Mitchell and Ness. So when you have somebody with that type of capability and power, you wouldn't naturally or normally see them partnering with, you know, other cultures, but specifically, you know, hip hop, the hip hop culture, but I think it's a smart move on his part. Um, I like the group coming together. And i um, You know, I come from an era where memorabilia faded out, like in the 90s. You know, so to see this strong comeback, I think that we could see a rebirth, you know, uh, of memorabilia.
2: And I'm I'm glad you went there because that's the direction I'm going in. I think it's a great move for the simple fact of you grab an industry. Now, I'm just going this way. Mm -hmm. Jerseys. Jerseys was hot. It died out. You grab... The trendsetters of the culture, a Meek Mills, a Jay Z, uh, you know, I made the Yankee hat more famous than the Yankees did. <laughs> Come on here, bro. Okay, <laughs> you, you got a little Buzz baby. on my flex. Bars. <laughs> <Buzz. laughs> you got a little baby. So you got the trendsetters at the forefront of your new business adventure. So you can bring jerseys back. You can bring misshapenness fitters back. Right. You can make something new and have these trendsetters set the trend and watch everybody flock and follow. So I think that them getting to um you know, them buying Mitchell and Ness was a great move. Now and five more five years from now, let's see how great this move will be. Cause I'm telling you, it's definitely gonna set a trend. Yeah, and then the
0: yesterday J. Cole had a collaboration, his dreamer platform, he just launched his dreamer platform. J. Cole um did a collaboration with Mitchell and Ness with retro jerseys and just Instead of uh, the actual city name, they just replaced it with the Dreamer name of his platform. So, that's the, you know, I, I can see them continuing continuing to do that. Also, Rihanna just uh, did a partnership deal with uh, Alta Beauty. And now mm. her makeup line and her Fenty Beauty line is going to be in Alta Beauty stores. So, it, it's it's interesting to see a lot of these
1: collaborations and partnerships?
0: collaboration like where the culture, how the culture's positioning themselves. That's very interesting to see at at this moment of time, and I love it.
1: Yeah, um, you know, I I think you two bring up some, you you guys hit the nail on the head, so I really don't have much more to say outside of the perspective that I already laid out um, regarding this, this power move.
0: Antonio, so let let me ask you this: We we got you know the Mitchell and Nestle side of it. We got the fanatic side of it. You know we're big on on blockchain and Web three in the future. That's why we're called New Age. So, do you see any possibility of us? How can the culture move into that space and be and dominate that space like we're seeing with these you know e-commerce uh, merchandise type of space
2: I think that like once you got like like going back to the Michelin that statement like once you got trendsetters mm-hmm. that can get into it and then show you like oh this is the hip new thing then people will flock to it like people you know our age bracket younger than us are, are become more familiar to it and jump more t- more into it so as long as you have those trendsetters again, as long as you have those trendsetters set in the staple of whatever they want to be the next thing, it will be the next thing.
1: Gotcha. Okay, so are we are we referencing just the Mitchell and Ness or are we making it broader? Like you said, it was
0: a, it was a broader, okay, it was a broader great. question.
1: So I like the direction that Antonio went in with the trend setting. That's one way to succeed, you know, potentially succeed. Mine is, would be the companies. If you can find a real use case slash application for, um, you know, impacting or affecting the world in a greater way through this technology i believe that you you know you can win in this new new space in this new age
0: so speaking of the new age we got a we got a new age old age civil war going on with (laughs) (laughs) what's happening with canada um somebody you know enlighten us enlighten the audience what's happening with canada
2: well you know just in retrospect uh Canada truck drivers are having a real disagreement with the Canadian government. You know, they're trying to mandate the ouchie and, you know, the truck drivers don't want the ouchie. So, you know, they're like, you know what? You want to mandate the ouchie? We're going on strike. We're going to barricade the city. There's no truck drivers coming in. No truck drivers coming out. We're all as one. We're all solid. Canadian government said, okay, you want to go that route? We got something better yet. We got something better for you. They're starting to freeze. Accounts that hold Bitcoin, so uh, crypto wallets, so to say, they're starting to freeze those wallets. And then, not only that, yesterday, uh, the Canadian, like five Canadian banks, went offline.
0: Right, which is the like latest new news about what's happening there, right? Yeah.
2: So, so they they went offline, and the only thing that was really operable, I mean, well, working, so to say, was crypto wallets. But then you got certain people that has their crypto wallet frozen. So, at the end of the day, some people ain't got no money at all. And I think that that right there is a problem in itself. So, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
1: So, you know, this is interesting. I think that what we're seeing is the start of something that's really happening on a broader level. And I think that the that you know that's a narrative that we talked about with them freezing the crypto wallets. It came out that they you know are freezing more than um, they've recently freezed even more or going after more outside of the original thirty, 30 yeah, that yeah, they yeah. Um, froze. I think what we really are seeing is a, a financial war taking place between people and the central banks. And, you know, and governments, you know, being the actual puppets mm-hmm. or face of the war, you know, um, to regulate and bring in the rails from all this, you know, decentralization. You know, um, Argentina, Argentina just uh, decided to skyrocket their interest rates to 42 and percent on its people. It Which came is out insane. insane. Imagine that. It came out that Turkey, you know, they are low on their supply with gold. So they're beginning to confiscate gold from their constituents. You know, um, it's it's a mess in this in the climate. And so, you know, you see um, crypto being banned by Russia and then um, Ukraine comes out and, <laughs> you know, uh, wants to license or begins to license it. You know, rumors. Um, it's just a mess out. Uh, the U.S. just recently. Uh, submitted a bill, you know, against or to mitigate the risk of El Salvador legalizing Bitcoin as legal tender when Arizona has submitted a bill to (laughs) make Bitcoin legal tender in its own um, backyard. So I think what we're seeing is a much deeper thing going on when it comes to you know, these, this freezing of accounts and everything, I think that is a real war on money. And um, what money, who will be in charge of how this money is made mm-hmm. and profited from.
0: You, you know, I just got one question. What, what, what are y'all doing if you can't
2: get money out the banks? Like, <laughs> what, 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 what is the move after that? If I ain't got no money on me and I can't get no money out the banks, I'm stealing.
1: <laughs> I mean, you leave people with no resu- no like, what's the resolve? Like, you, you, if you leave me, I got kids mm-hmm. so if you leave me with no other alternative, similar to the argument that comes from the black community, I'm not saying that I agree or disagree with mm-hmm. it that when you leave us leave people with a lack of resources what do you expect to happen next?
2: No, I'm looking at the cashier I'm going to have a whole bunch of stuff in my hands. And I'm like, bro, you see what's on the news. I'm one of those people. I'm not a thief, but I got to live. And I'm out. <laughs> like, that, that's crazy that you're really resolving people to these type of measurements. Well, they, well, they just saying stop protesting.
1: Well. So what about what about what's happening in, in Turkey with them confiscating their gold? I know it's slightly different, but I'm just saying like. You're taking resources away from people. It, but it's. What do you expect to happen?
0: Right. So, so, damn. I forgot what I was just about to ask you about the um. What the the was it? What you just said again? Like in Turkey, you know, Turkey has
1: became low on their supply of gold so Mm -hmm. now they're confiscating gold it happened in the u.s back in the
0: 1920s or the 1930s yeah this is what i was about to say you know i was watching a podcast the other day and it was talking about and not to get too political but i'm actually about to get political here about you know how biden biden's main what he ran on mainly was about getting us out the pandemic, right? And he's completely fumbled what he ran on. Mm. And I know we're talking about Canada, but a, a lot of these government officials just aren't realizing the the, the climate. And maybe they have maybe reading too much into what's trending on Twitter and the social media <laughs> headlines. But, like, the people are ready to, like, move on. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they they literally are fumbling the easiest bag that they had. By and you ran on this. That's all you had to do is push people in the direction that the people want to go in the first place. Mm-hmm. That people are ready to move on. You ran on moving forward. So it's it's just funny to see how really to me I feel like he's fumbled this bag that was pretty much something that he ran on and was an easy bag to collect. Yeah, I think that
1: a lot of this is, you know, um, whether we want to say political suicide, but death of their their political careers. Because when you see what Biden is doing and tr- people like Trudell mm-hmm. up in Canada, I don't think that, you know, if they was reelected I think that I would bet against them being reelected for a second term.
0: If they did that?
1: No, I'm saying with the way that things look. Yeah. You know, they they got voted in the office. Yeah. I don't see them being elected and the th- for a second term. Yeah. With yeah. the climate that uh, they failed the people.
0: Right. And the thing is, you can be pro. You can be pro. I don't even want to say the word. You can be pro-V. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. Pro-V. Cause you know, I ain't trying to get canceled or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the algorithm may pick us up or anything at this point. You can be pro V, but still be anti V mandate. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like I know, I know a lot of people are pro V. Right. But are an- anti V mandate. Mm-hmm. So it that's where they're losing people at. Right. And it's just going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But, again, it's like a new age versus an old age. Or or not even new age versus old age. It's really like the people versus... Yeah,
1: it's a change in that of God.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I I do want to leave us off on this tweet. And I'm going to get... (laughs) This is hilarious to me. So, it says... My biggest bull case for Bitcoin is that my wife does not know about the USB in case of divorce. (laughs) Smart man. So, before you go protest, before you get a divorce, hide the USB. You got the USB as your wallet, hide that. You may be safe to go. Look, you can just pick up and move, move elsewhere. Get a new identity. Anyway, this is the New Age. This is New Age Sound. Like, comment, subscribe on New Age Trust and New Age YouTube page. Thank you. We are out of here. Trust.